Hello, I'm Damon, and this is Black Nerd Radio. Uh, again, once again, I'm here with the guest host, Evan. I'm Evan. Last time I checked. Yes, and this is uh, one of the rare ones that, you know, over the last two years, I've been doing most, I'd say 90% of the podcasts have been online, you know, via via remote. So we're actually in the same room, which is yes. nice for a change. Yes, it is. So, um... Yeah. It has been a week since the slap. Uh, it's so funny. I had to, you know, I felt we had to, I had to tag that on at the end of my feelings about what was still fresh. Uh, you know, because, you know, it's so, so, so funny. We're talking about how the Oscars are not relevant and how they suck. At least I was. And then that night, you know, by I, I think I was happenstance, they're relevant again for at least a short amount of time. At least the event, not necessarily the Oscars, because the Oscars are still, in my opinion, irrelevant. But you actually had a retort. Uh, now, I, you, you didn't say it. You didn't say it on the podcast, but you had called me uh, about uh, you thinking that uh, the setup or the slap was orchestrated. Well, I wouldn't say orchestrated necessarily. It just it. I mean, first of all, we are dealing with performers who are, you know, and and I, I heard all your points about uh, uh, Will Smith wouldn't do that to his career, and mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and it does seem now, especially a, a week on, yeah. that there have been repercussions, at least in, uh, well, he has chosen to get around the repercussions by uh, resigning from the Academy for example, because he knows what's coming, you know, Mm -hmm. get a, get ahead of it kind of thing. Um, but uh, I'm sorry, uh, recusing yourself from the Academy isn't going that that's not going to affect his career. I don't think now the fact that he did what he did may make people be less likely to want to hire him. But even if he doesn't work ever again, I'm pretty sure he can afford to live out his life in relative comfort. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, but I think um for, you know, like like I said before, but I didn't once the police are called, it's out of both parties' hands. Yeah. And uh and and, and if it was a stunt, then the academy is, you know, they got caught they're in the crosshairs and no one wants that. So, that's another reason why I didn't think it was orchestrated because if it was, they'd have to let everyone off the hook immediately afterwards otherwise because once the police are called it's a different it's a different game altogether right and uh and um he uh you know i just i definitely don't feel that uh will will uh yeah it's just what i said last week he's just someone who's being emasculated for two years straight and uh and it was uh it was it was just it was a guy that was he wasn't slapping Chris Rock. He was slapping Jada. Yeah, you know, and that's the only or, way. That's or, the best way I could put August, it. August, because uh, I don't think it was. I don't think it was Jada. I think it was probably no it, Jada. It, if you watch the Jada mm, show, the round, the red round, I have, I have not I watch have not. that and then tell me that. No, okay. <laughs> I've seen the memes. You wa- it's literally imagine if Carol, your 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 woman, if Carol and her mom and her friends sat around a table to talk about. How you're not the man she wanted uh, wanted you to be, 
And then you have to sit there and take it and not retort. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and, then, and then let's say you have a kid together. Let's say you guys have a child together. And I know she has a, a, a no, he's an adult. Right. But, but let's say, let's say he was your kid. And then he writes a letter publicly now. Saying, I wish Tupac was my dad. Saying, saying he wishes uh, that he misses you, even though he's never met you. He just knows the stories of that he's heard and what he can find you know, out online. Right. But he wishes that they were still together. Your your you know, not just Tupac, but just your your wife's ex. And yeah, and he's yeah, held yeah. on this pedestal, yet the guy that's doing the work and the groundwork is just getting shit on for two straight years publicly. Well, yeah. Yeah, I could I could see where that might because I'm not I'm not a now they say they have an open relationship and this is all retribution because you know it's it's like a like I said in the last week it's a it's a not so secret secret that he right. and Margot Robbie hooked up right and um, this and from that point on this this terror train it started for him <laughs> <laughs> yeah no and I'm not you know. It, I, I am not uh, someone who is heavily tied to my masculinity, but if I had to do if I had to deal with that all the time, yeah, after a while, I'm I can see where it would. Yeah, wear on you. It, and and honestly, I just wanted to I just wanted to put the image of Brad Pitt drop kicking John Leguizamo into the universe because it's hilarious <laughs> to me. Running and <laughs> drop kicking. That would be John funny. Leguizamo makes the wrong joke about Brad Pitt, and he just runs up there, drop kick, bam. Uh, That'd be hilarious. It was uh, remind, when you when you wrote when you texted me that I laughed, but what put immediately the image in my head was uh, what's his name? There's a he does these fake interviews and they're just not really interviews, but it's just basically sketches designed as an interview. It's um, oh uh, between two ferns. Yes, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, the one. Do you see the one with him and Brad Pitt? Oh, he was. I don't think I have. It's a funny one. Is uh, but there's one where. He's, you know, he opens like this. He opens with the question. I think he opens with a question, but that he goes, um, a lot of people, you know, you, you're a famous, good looking actor. A lot of people know you as a very good looking actor. Does it bother you that they know you for being good looking or for being a shitty actor? <laughs> In the whole interview, or up until that point, Brad Pitt's chewing gum, and he just spits it, and it sticks on Zach in his beard, <laughs> and, he, and he just goes, next question. <laughs> uh, it cracks me up. <laughs> Which bugs me, because I'm sorry, Brad Pitt is a decent actor. He's a, he's a very good actor, he's but good it, was just, what he does. It, was just, it was just a funny thing to do uh, and say. But, um, uh, yeah, so, yeah, enough about, about the yes. slap, but I just... I knew we wanted to revisit it, but you know we're just gonna stay in uh, entertainment. And we'll talk about what we've been watching. Honestly, I, I like having that topic because you know we watched you know being kind of excuse me nerdy and watching a lot of taking in a lot of media. There's usually we can take in a lot of media, but the last week I really haven't watched a ton. Um. As I said, uh, I think I said on the podcast, and I know I told you, I was on a tear there for a while. I went through a yeah. bunch of shit I should have watched. Oh, yeah, because we talked about it on the um, mm-hmm. on the Batman yeah. episode. But um, And then, of course, it, that dropped off all of a sudden, because that's what happens. I did finish out um, uh, Our Flag Means Death. Yeah. It's only ten, it's only ten episodes, so... You know, I still not... have yet to watch it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. I'm not. It's in my queue. I just haven't gotten to right. it. Right. 
and and like I said, the first couple episodes didn't really grab me, but it was entertaining. I can I can watch Dollar Store Michael Caine all day, Henry uh-huh. Starby. <laughs> <laughs> just seriously, if you don't know who he is, just look him up. Um, but uh, he entertains me, and Taika Waititi. I vacillate on him because some things I've seen him in, I really like him. Other things, not so much. And I do like, I, I like him as a director, definitely. He's an awesome director. I mean, Thor Ragnarok was easily one of the, the best two to three redemption sequels I've ever seen. Like, two kind of sucked. Well, we're going to go in a completely different direction with three and it's going to work really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and fucking Jojo Rabbit. Have you seen Jojo Rabbit? I haven't yet. It's in my list of to do. I I went to see it at the Kiggins um, when it was first out, and um, <clears throat> I mean, a comedy where Hitler is basically Bugs Bunny yeah. doesn't sound like something that would work, uh-huh. <laughs> but it really does. And uh, the 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 emotional punch that happens—it's not even a punch. It's like. I, I don't even know. It's an evisceration. Um, it's, it's way beyond a, an emotional punch uh, near the end of the movie is uh, really well handled and just kind of solidified. Like, I may not like him as an actor all the time, but I, I've is yet to see him make a misstep as a director. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Our Flag Means Death, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, they set up... Uh, season two, which I'm assume I'm assuming will come. I don't know. I I'm I'd like you to watch it because I'm curious what your opinion is on how they shot it, because a lot of it is like out on the water because they're yeah. pirates. God damn! My my <laughs> dogs are murdering things apparently. <laughs> um, but uh, but um, the island shots, the out on the water shots. Obviously, they're not doing them they're not local they're Mm -hmm. they're doing something i don't know if it's the volume maybe or but just the it's kind of painterly huh in how the 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 wide shots are are presented um now do you think it's on the soundstage i feel like it is because because there's like in the mandalorian especially all the all the uh, Tatooine stuff. Well, yeah, the the volume. That's what. I, that's yeah, what, yeah, that's yeah. What I'm talking yeah. About. And I'm wondering if they did it in the volume because, like, they have these you know deep, deep focus shots of the sea that you're not going to be able to do on a soundstage, a pro- right. you know, a regular soundstage. And it's not. I know it's not matte paintings or anything. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they didn't use the volume or something because it For is. People who don't know explain what it is. Oh, the volume is. Uh, well, I'm going to explain it horribly. It's basically a giant LED screen. Yeah, that's all encompassing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's a big. I, I think it's a two hundred and seventy degree, mm-hmm. uh, or it may be it may be even more. No, it's I think it's a two seventy degree the way, uh, curved LED screen. Yeah, the way uh, I think Favreau explained it is like a just like that, but you walk into it. Yeah, there's one opening and you walk in one way in one way out. You walk <clears> into it, and it's he says eventually you're gonna see people do entire movies on this. Well, it, because with the computing power we have it can it can move parallax with the camera mm-hmm. so everything that's in the distance is always in the distance and it it moves real time as you move the camera right. so i mean and as well they should do everything on this because it looks fucking amazing yeah regardless of what you think of the mandalorian the you know those huge outside vistas i love that show that show is stellar oh, I, some people don't, well 
Who doesn't like it? People, people. Yeah, <laughs> people. But people now, are gonna. People are gonna. Everybody's gonna dislike something just to be obtuse. Yeah, that's true. Uh, one thing I, I do. I now have you watched the Book of Boba Fett? Yeah, I am. I am caught up on all. Uh, Disney Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I am all caught up on Disney Marvel, with the exception of Hawkeye, because. I watched episode one. It bored the shit out of me. I'll, I may give it another shot. Give it, a, know, give but... it. A, it gets better. And it, and it, and it, and what? And I didn't think it was bad. It was just slow. It's not what you're expecting. What I liked about Hawkeye is, you know, you're watching the one Avenger that doesn't have powers, and he's not the smartest. Black Widow. Well, she yeah. Well, hear me, hear me out. Okay. okay. He's not the smartest. Okay. He's not the toughest. True. And uh, he's, he's uh He's a family man, unlike everyone else. He's, you know, he's, he's just a dude that's just really good at shooting stuff and figuring that's exactly out, what I was thinking. Figuring out angles. He's, he's just a dude. It's kind of what he says in like I think episode three. He's like, and th- th- this girl that he kind of takes under her his wing, she kind of feels the same way. She's like, I could do what he's doing because he's he's there with all these people with extraordinary powers, and he's just got a he doesn't even have a gun like Black Widow. <laughs> That's he's true. got a bow and arrow, and he's out there, and he's out there in the trenches with them. So, um, and it and it's really, uh, it's really setting up, because there's you know right now we're in uh, in what phase four of the Marvel universe, right? And so, what we're seeing like with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and pretty soon we're gonna get Armor Wars, which is like. Um, which is going to be kind of like um, very based around uh, War Machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get, like I said, we have Falcon War Social. This movie, uh, we we're going to have we're having a new wave of Avengers. Right. Uh, I mean, obviously, um, Black Widow's sister is going to be that fill that role. Uh, she Hulk, she's gonna that's coming. That's down the pike. That's going to fill the Hulk role. Have you have you watched Black Widow? Pardon, pardon, pardon me, folks. Sorry. I've seen it a couple times. Okay. Is Florence Pugh as good as they say as her sister? Yes. Okay. I, was, I, I, I will watch it at some point. I just haven't. It's a great movie. I enjoyed it. Now, it's it's a little more touchy-feely because it gets a good background on uh, on how fucked up uh, things were for uh, for a Black Widow. Uh, what's her name? Um, Natasha. Natasha and how their upbringing was. It was... It was because I've watched, I've watched all up. the, I've watched all the analyses. Because I, when when you ask what I've been watching, I I watch YouTube. That's I a- watch a lot of YouTube too, and I've only, I I don't really go in YouTube holes too much. But I say the last year, so well, since the pandemic, actually, right. I just started watching a lot of YouTube, and I find I find I watch almost more YouTube than I do regular TV. Yeah, and I'm I've kind of found myself in the same in the same place, and you know, especially. You know, we've got the Roku, so we have the YouTube app that mm-hmm. we can watch just on the television. Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I can't use uh, an ad blocker on there, but because um, YouTube doesn't need all my money. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I find myself watching like, oh, hey, here's this analysis of that, or you know, I watch the hydraulic press channel or hydraulic press channel as he says it, or lock picking lawyer. That's what I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of this guy, and it's so funny. I'm not in the market to buy uh, an apartment in New York City, 
But this guy always talks about these small apartments or different kinds of apartments in New York and how much it costs. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated with his show. I like interior design and shit, as fey as that sounds. But uh, I, so I watched like, oh, what apartment is he going to find today? And you'll find like this apartment that's like 2500 bucks. that's like like 120 square feet you mm-hmm. know it's like wow why and that's, that world just fascinates me a little bit so and that's something that, that's something that youtube does is it surprises you by what is compelling to you mm-hmm. you know like i never expected lock picking to be compelling to me right but it is or um the uh have you seen uh primitive technology no it's this australian dude goes out he has a pair of blue cargo shorts that he wears and he's got a friend who has some land with stuff on it, trees and a creek running through and clay. And he goes and he does like early man kind of stuff. Like I'm going to build with my hands and stone tools, I'm going to build a grass hut or I'm going to make bricks or, and it's compelling as shit. And it, no, it's all natural sound. There's no dialogue. It's just him out like digging clay to make bricks. And, and it's just ridiculously compelling to watch, to me at least, you know, obviously. But Oh, there's just one show that uh, I watch, and it's just a guy going to abandoned houses. Like, like you, ever, you know, everyone has, like, knows of a house that's on uh, some area that's just, like, no one goes to. Mm-hmm. Not because they think it's haunted or anything. Right. It's just no one goes there because it's been right. abandoned for, like, 20 years. He goes in there, mm-hmm. and I, his YouTube channel is full of that shit. And it's abandoned malls, abandoned everything. And it's fucking fascinating. Yeah, and, and totally. You're like, why am I? Why do I find? You know, especially having grown up in, you know, there was nothing. There was nothing like that Mm-mm. on on our five channels when we were ten. Yeah, you know. But maybe it's the fact that we haven't seen it. Maybe you know, thirty years from now, kids are going to be like, "Oh, I can't watch another guy go to an abandoned house." Jesus, this is boring as shit. <laughs> you know, so maybe that's maybe it's the novelty. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. There's a there's a guy I follow. The style. My daughter gives me so much shit about it because it's called it's called the Style OG. It just basically gives tips on like clothes and how to accessorize and all that shit. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, but I I, I watch I watch him a lot. And, uh, I don't know, I just like uh, a lot of shit on YouTube. But, um, yeah, that was a long ways from what we've been watching. <laughs> but, honestly, well, I haven't been though. watching a ton. It's mostly YouTube. But I did try and watch uh, Moon Knight. I just watched Moon Knight shortly before uh, you arrived at my home. Now, I'm, I'm going to have to watch it again. Because I tried to watch it three different times, but it was like three in the morning. And I kept falling asleep. Right. Excuse me. So I'm just going to ask you your opinion of it, and then next week we'll actually talk about the the two episodes that are out. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, obviously, you know I just shat on Hawkeye for no reason. Um, yeah, it's a good show. Here's okay. Quick digression back to Hawkeye because I am curious about this. Do they go into all of his different stunt arrows? Uh, they do get mentioned. Okay, because that's that's one of the things that I always enjoyed about Hawkeye in the Marvel universe in the 80s was that you know he had like just these ridiculous fucking arrows it's the same thing with the the 10 rings of the mandarin mm-hmm. like each one had a different thing because i was a big fan of the um extended edition of the uh guide to the marvel universe i don't know if you ever read any of those i got my daughter that for christmas last year i loved <laughs> that i and going through and like oh what do all the mandarin's rings do but yeah anyway so that that 
if they go into some of his more uh, esoteric eras, I'll I mean, watch it. They'll talk about it, and he'll use them. He'll tell because basically he's reluctantly, and then he comes to really care for this girl that's in the movie, that's in the show. Mm-hmm. He's he's training a predecessor. Basically. Gotcha, gotcha. But in the comics, um, it's his daughter. But this in the in the in the, in the MCU, it's going to be this woman. Okay, so um, I liked Moon Knight. Um, I like Oscar Isaac. I do. He's guy enter- is stellar. He's, he's entertaining. Um, he's a great actor. He really is. Um, he, uh, you know, not too many spoilers, but there may be more than one personality inhabiting his head. Well, that's that's the character, <laughs> right? Like. But uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to ruin it for you. He's basically he's basically Marvel's Batman. He's Marvel's a little Bat- supernatural. He's, he's Marvel's Batman with dis- disassociative identity disorder. <laughs> well, so does Batman, really. Uh, well, yeah, because yeah, we did discuss that. But, yeah. um, but uh, so yeah, I like Oscar Isaac. Um, Ethan Hawke as the big bad guy, big bad evil guy. I, I'm gonna wait to really judge his performance because right now he's just like in the beginning of being that character Mm -hmm. um which obviously oscar isaac is as well but i'm i'm always more compelled by the villain than i am by the hero well they are more interesting um so so far i like what he's what he's been doing um the horror aspects because this is definitely more horror-y I'm sure even in in your uh, dozing off 3 a.m. viewing sessions, you saw that, you know, there, yeah. there's some serious horror elements Absolutely. to it. Um, and I thought those I thought those were handled well. Um, wow, there's only six episodes of the show. Total. Yeah. Wow, they're really going into that extended movie yeah. thing, huh? <laughs> it's a movie in the sequel, that's it. <laughs> I guess that, I guess that's a well, trilogy. These, that's a trilogy for all. For what I, I didn't I didn't um I didn't um I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard people that have talk about there's drops to um uh other characters in the show, just like name drops or clues that would lead to and so I think they're establishing Moonlight because I think eventually we're gonna get a Midnight Suns because you know everyone loves a team up. So I think we're going to get a Midnight Sun. So if you I don't know Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns are like the Dark Avengers. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to it's going to it's like um one iteration of Midnight Suns had Blade, uh Ghost Rider, uh Pal uh, almost said Palpatine, Constantine, <laughs> Moon Knight, and um um what was that other one? Oh, it Black Knight. No, no. Yeah, Black Knight. I'm sorry. Yeah, Black Knight. I would love so, uh, to see Nicolas Cage back as Ghost Rider. I think that would be hilarious. Oh my God, they're. <laughs> I, I, I find myself having to defend Nicolas Cage a lot. You will never have to defend Nicolas Cage against me. Thank you. I, I think the guy. Yes, he's done shit movies for the paycheck. When you buy dinosaur skulls, that's what it's going to happen. You're yeah, going to you have buy, to make some. When shitty... you buy two houses on the same street because you want a house for yourself and a house for your wife, <laughs> yeah. And it's not like, oh, I'm going to pick up these two little bungalows. I'm guessing. Or you buy a Lamborghini and it runs out of gas, so you just walk away. <laughs> it was funny. He's not the only one who's done just, that. Tyson did that too. He's, he's just <laughs> like us. He's so relatable. <laughs> 
Who hasn't run out of gas and just said, fuck it, I'm well, done? Well, this car's done. Yeah, so I guess um, I need a new one. <laughs> Call but, the Lamborghini dealership. But, like, he has a movie coming out. Um, the Enormous Weight of Ridiculous Talent or whatever? Yeah, well, uh, what was it called? I think that's something like that. It's 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 similar. I, I may have the wrong adjectives, but... But um, owning, owning that part of him. Yeah. And yeah, the unbearable weight of massive talent. There we go. <laughs> I saw the trailer and I am so in. It is. It's like he is making fun of himself. He's he's not playing a Nick Cage like he's playing himself. Period. Yeah. And it's like and some he said some of the some of the I heard some of the um, the things said or things directly pulled from conversations he's had. I mean, that's a fucking... I, I, it's genius. But something about Nicolas Cage is, like, he can... He can... He can, like... It's, like... He is, you know, he's a little nutty. But at the same token, he's a great, great actor. Yeah. Like in Pig. Uh, um, what was another one? Oh, of course, Leaving Las Vegas, we got an Oscar for. But I... I, I uh, when he was doing... Um, have you seen Color Out of Space? No. And, and I wanted to. It's such a bizarre movie. I, I, I do want to. Check I'm, it out. I'm th- it's got to be streaming somewhere, right? Yeah, I saw it on Shudder. Okay. I don't uh, have Shudder, but I'll bet it's I'll bet it's out there. Well, if I if I can do it, I'll let you know, but I'll send you the uh I'll send you my link if I can share it. Let uh, me see uh But um he he the director of uh what is that called? There's a horror movie where the uh, um, the guy, oh God, he played, this is going to bug me until I see it. Ah, Mandy. Have you seen Mandy? No. Okay. With Mandy, he's, he's just, uh, it takes place in the Pacific Northwest and he plays this, uh, lumberjack that's clearly like hiding from something or like, it's just him and his wife, Mandy. And they live out in the in the sticks in the Pacific Northwest. They end up running along a, a cult that fixate the cult leader fixates on his wife, and uh, so they and it's dude, it's kind of crazy. There's like cinnabikers. They're like cinnabites, but they're bikers, and it's a wild movie. And you know, at one point, Bill Duke pops up. And you're like, what the fuck? What's Bill Duke doing in this movie? <laughs> anyway, he gives his performance. <clears throat> he gives his performance where it's clearly he was an alcoholic mm-hmm. because his wife was burned alive and he had to watch it. And he and they, he he gets beaten within an inch of his life and he goes home. Um, and he starts rummaging through stuff. You immediately think it's weapons or something, but he's actually looking for a stash of alcohol. It's like it's been so long he can't find it. <laughs> And it, and he's in the bathroom. And he finds it. And he just starts chugging it, and he starts crying and ah, ah, this real like losing his shit and drinking. And I remember I saw it in the theater and I laughed with the audience. And this scene goes on for about five minutes because it starts. It's kind of ridiculous, so you're laughing, and then it keeps going, and then it gets sad. <laughs> this and isn't then, funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then it keeps going, and you're like, oh man, this guy's losing it. He's yeah, and then you're like, oh yeah, his wife just got burned alive. She was his world, and you watch the shows like it's all about her mm-hmm. with him, and she's gone, and now he just does not care what happens to him. He's just gonna start drinking, and he's gonna go start killing, 
And that's where he goes to Bill Duke. Bill Duke's this old guy he knows that, you know, lives out in the sticks and a real... Check it out. It's a weird-ass movie. Okay. If you can't find it, let me know. I'll let you borrow my, my, my uh, Blu-ray of it. Okay. But it is... I it's one of those like weird... I have a Blu-ray player. Oh, you have a uh, Xbox, right? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I don't own consoles. Oh, wow. I am not some plebeian who owns consoles. I own a PC. You know what's funny? I don't have a Blu-ray player either, but my Xbox S, Xbox X, is a um, is a 4K Blu-ray. That's the only, that was the number one reason why I bought it. Not to play games. <laughs> That's, I was a, like, that's a nice bonus. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like, if I want to play yeah, some, games, play some games, but I really want this 4K Blu-ray player <laughs> because I can get this and play games on it, or I can spend the same amount of money for a 4K Blu-ray player because a right. 4K Blu-ray player, all region, it's about the same. It's about 500 bucks. Yeah. And what so, I only spent, yeah, but I can type on this. Mm. <laughs> so nanny nanny boo boo. <laughs> well, I can type on the Xbox too. I can I can type and I can edit uh, both sound and, and video. All on one, all on one box. That's crazy. See, and that's why that's why I prefer a PC to a console. And uh, uh, not that there's anything wrong with a tablet, but console, tablet, this, that. Like, if I just have all my everything on my PC, all my needs are taken care of. Well, I uh, I, I might buy a PC just to start. Oh, we're I'm getting way off. <laughs> we, we are. Uh, so the director of Mandy. How, how dare we have a conversation that goes <laughs> places naturally? <laughs> the director of Mandy. <laughs> Was talking to uh, Nicholas Cage, and Nicholas Cage actually said to him, "What Nicholas Cage do you want? You know, basically, like, do you want to leave in Las Vegas, Nicholas Cage? You want once bitten, Nicholas Cage? You want, you know, I can give you what you want." And I was like, "That's a real fucking actor." Who was it? I can't remember. It was it was somebody. I, I don't think it was Brando, but it was somebody who knew acting, and they said that basically Nicholas Cage is the only actor in the last 40 years who's done anything new with mm-hmm. acting um and I, I wish i could remember who the who the quote was from but it's true mm-hmm. like yes okay he's completely unhinged at times even when he's acting he's completely unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once once bitten i'm looking at you um <laughs> and leaving las vegas but he that was a different kind of unhinged like some actors have two characters. Yeah. Um, George well, Clooney, is, I think, is a good example. Well, there's some great actors with no range. Like Denzel, excellent actor. Not a lot of range. True. De Niro, true. not a lot of range. Um, uh, um, I take that back. De Niro has way more range. You know who surprisingly has a lot of range was uh, Chris Hemsworth. You ever see... Ever see um, I mean, the guy's a big hulking dude, good-looking guy. Do you see? Yeah, but his eyes are too close together. They are. Dri- they are. Well, he's a scars guard. They all do have it. Uh, <laughs> um, what's uh, Hemsworth? Okay, because remember really... that movie he did that had um, the one that had um, he was in it, and um, God damn it. Um, I don't think I've seen him in anything other than being Thor. Really? I don't think Bad so. Bad Times at the El Royale? He plays a cult leader? I started watching that, and I never got around to finishing it. It's pretty good. I I, I definitely like the premise, but I was like, 
I've seen Quentin Tarantino movies before. Yeah, it's, that's a, I know, it's, I know, but that I was get, just how I that was just how I felt at the and time. And that's kind of how they kind of <coughs> kind of marketed it, kind of like right. it's kind of like this, but it really isn't. But he makes he's in that he's in that movie for about fifteen minutes. Okay, uh, like the last fifteen, last thing fifteen twenty, because it's leading. You hear about this guy, and then you see this guy. There's no ounce of Thor in that character. When he came, when he did it, and okay. he's, he plays like this cult leader. He plays like a Charles Manson type. All right. And uh, I was like, "This is pretty good." I was like, "It's like wow, it's crazy." Chris Hemsworth has more range than Denzel. I'm trying to think, because Denzel is a lot like Jeff Goldblum to me. They have versions of the same character, like Training Day, bad Denzel. Uh, John Q, uh, devoted husband and father, Denzel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Jeff Goldblum, same way. He's Jeff Goldblum in everything, but a version uh, or an alternate, if you will, of that of himself. The first, the first actor I ever noticed that with was um, uh, uh, Mel Gibson. You have Murtaugh, mm -hmm. and you have. The man with no face or whatever that was. There's there's crazy Mel Gibson and there's thoughtful Mel Gibson, and then you might have a you might get a combination of both in certain roles. Right. But it's always Mel Gibson. Yes. And but he was the very first because back in the nineties, I, I I realized oh he has he has two modes mm -hmm. and he can kind of mix them to make like a half of another. Yeah. But everything's. Either those modes are a mix of them. Yeah. Um, d did you see The Tragedy of Macbeth? Not yet. Um, saw it in the theater. I won't name drop again. Uh, the Kiggins. The Kiggins. Theater. Here's Vancouver, it. Washington. Please check out The Kiggins. It, if you don't hope... Well, I'm guessing if people are in Vancouver and listening to this, they may know about The Kiggins, but True. even if they don't, completely un... un uh, uh, Unpaid. Un yeah, we're not sponsored. We're, one, not, we're not sponsored by them even a little bit. They're, I we, grew up in that theater. I've discovered my love of movies in that theater. We 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 like the product. Mm -hmm. That's entirely. There is absolutely no monetary compensation. None. Uh, but um, so I, I I saw it in the theater, and there's only one point where you're really like, oh, that's Denzel being Denzel. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, he he. I can't say he disappears into the role because he's Denzel fucking Washington. So he's not going to just like, oh, yes. And then he turned into a character actor. But there's only really one point where you're like, oh, there, there it is. Um, but worth watching. It's a Coen brother. It's got Francis McDormand. It's yeah. got a great cast. And it's... It, he had, that got him nominated, didn't it? For Best, yeah. best Actor? Yes, it did. No, I'm. Uh, I'm all. I want to see it. I've. I've seen Macbeth so many different times, different iterations. So I've been a little slow. It's like I know the story. I'll. I'll watch it when I watch it. <laughs> there are going to be some witches. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And a marching forest. <laughs> and is there a skull? Wait, no. That's. Uh, that's the other one. But <laughs> yeah, I. I will definitely check it out. I will definitely check it out. Um. Um. I kind of. Uh, I don't want to bring the room down. But uh, Bruce Willis' daughter came out at a press conference and made the announcement that her dad has apicia. Aphasia. A aphasia. Aphasia. Yep. Yep. Alopecia. I was thinking alopecia. 
<laughs> so for <what>? some reason, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Which hey, if man, you don't he know, help. he's the old he's the only bald actor in Hollywood. We were discussing that in the pre-show, right? Uh, <laughs> but if you, for those who don't know, this is a disease that's really debilitating. Basically, your brain just deteriorates to the point where you forget how to talk. Well, I think that's, there's massive pauses. That's the that's the beginning. Is that it? It's it's a form of dementia that starts with you not being able to process language. That's exactly. like the first part of it is you stop being able to read, you stop being able to understand words or form them. And as as a writer, talker, uh, armchair linguist, I mean, I love language. I cannot even begin to imagine. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, uh, and I guess it, it, it was kind of hard on Bruce Willis the last few years. And right. I, I even said in a podcast with Marcel, it's like it's like he doesn't give a shit anymore. And it, it very well could have been. It very well could have been that he was kind of in a fog because you know yeah. they said he was probably like this for a few years. Yeah, it, it's, it's uh, highly likely he was supposed to direct the movie a, a year or two ago. And the assistant director said he can't do this. Yeah, and he there was were like rumors. he was like he was lost. There were rumors beforehand. And this is someone who would you know done multiple movies a year, knows what he's supposed to say, knows what he's supposed to do. Yet he was forgetting lines, forgetting beats, forgetting stuff they just discussed minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And 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 if his daughter is making a uh, making a um, statement to the press, that means there were some serious issues that they didn't think he could do it himself. Right. right. Which, and uh, they, I just read that he's sold nearly $65 million of the property as his health has declined over the last year. Well, and that's... You, you know about his his recent spate of movies. A lot of it, a lot of direct-to-video, a lot of but, small right. stuff, a lot of paycheck so, movies. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that that I watch on YouTube is Red Letter Media. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you've seen any of their stuff, if you've seen... The the thing that made them famous was the um, Plinkett review of uh, The Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. Y- you've seen that. Star yeah. Wars Episode One is the most disappointing thing yeah. since my son. <laughs> since um, my son, yeah. So they have done a few episodes on Bruce Willis's shitty movies. And, mm-hmm. like, the Razzies did an entire category of Bruce Willis's shitty movies and how he was a terrible performer in them and now he just recently pulled it that's reasonable yeah (laughs) like oh sorry but (laughs) oh how would they right because they were just like me it's like man he's just walking he's sleepwalking through this shit why is he doing all these shitty movies because because it was paying him a million dollars to show up for a a day yeah maybe two Mm -hmm. three at the most say a few lines through fed to him through an earpiece and give him a million dollars or two million dollars i mean shit i'd do that all day yeah i do that i do way more for that than that for that <laughs> right well, what do you need me to do you need me to kill somebody <laughs> hey a million dollars is a million i'm not a murderer but <laughs> but so it makes sense that while he still had what little cognitive ability he had remaining he was he was banking money for his family mm-hmm. and it's like oh god i t- you, you Yes, you wanted to hate him, but now, like, oh, well, I can't fuck. really. Oh, yeah. Jesus. That just sucks, man. Yeah. Yeah, just like in this year alone, it's clear, but in this year alone, none of these movies are going to the theater, and he's done one, two, three, four. I'm sorry, this is 2000, 
This is 2021. Eight, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, okay. And the crazy part is, uh, two of them are on Netflix, but I saw the trailers and I was like, ah, I'll get to it when I get to it. The rest, I've never even heard of them. And in 2020, he did one, two, three, four. 2019 was a big year. And it's just like a lot of like, he hadn't done like a movie I was interested in since Split, to be honest. Mm, yeah. Even Death Wish, I didn't give, didn't really care about. I didn't really watch it. So in in searching or since for, Glass, I'm sorry. In searching for uh, Chris Hemsworth movies that I may have seen, which I couldn't get for by the first credit on his actor credit. <laughs> he is going to be playing Terry Bollea slash Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And the Hulk Hogan biopic. Yeah. That is, uh, okay. I was unaware of news. that. That's old news. I was unaware of that. Uh, look up Chris Hensworth now. He is massive. Oh, I've seen... His neck and head are the same size. I've the seen dude the... Dude is uh, I mean, he was already a big dude for the right. Thor movies. He's added on way more muscle to I, play... I've uh, seen the... Hulk Hogan. Um... The picture of him moving the tractor tire from like the beginning of filming Love and Thunder, yeah. so like a year, year and a half ago, or however long ago it was, mm -hmm. and he just he, good God, dude, yeah, leave some muscle for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, the it, guy is massive. It, it, so I've seen. It, I'm assuming he's even larger. Yeah, he's still not six foot six. No, he's not six six. He's. <laughs> are they saying he's six six? No, no, no. I'm just saying if he's playing Hulk Hogan. Although no. I guess Hulk Hogan's like six. He's not one. six foot six anymore either. No, he's like six one now. He lost. Well, like you shrink four, when you four or five inches. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> professional wrestling not known for being a uh, an activity that leads to uh, no. healthy body has one ages. You know, it's if funny one, if one ages. Uh, he's a lot. He's you know he's lived a lot longer than I thought he'd live, but he you know how how old is. Tony Balea, he's a kind of a piece of shit. Well, he's not kind of. He is a piece of shit. Yes. So are his children. Oh God, his whole family sucks. To be honest, they're they're Florida trash. Yeah. I mean, that's what it boils down to. And you yeah, know, he's not sixty-eight. That... Holy fuckballs, really? Yeah. Now I feel old. <laughs> sixty-eight. Wow. I remember watching WrestleMania three on VHS with a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> the, the ones you like? No, no. It was it was from it was from somewhere. I don't think it was. I don't think it was Pietro's. It was it was one of the local pizza joints. It wasn't like a national chain. Uh, Mom and Dad were out with friends. They're like, we're gonna take you to the movie store, rent you some movies, and you can sit. And so I'm like, <laughs> I, get, I got WrestleMania three, and watched uh, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant go at it in the uh, in the marquee match. That was uh, that was good times. Yeah, I remember the good old days. And then, it, and then, and then I figured out wrestling wasn't entirely real. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm looking at that that picture with the, with the tractor tire. Dude's arms are a massive. Yeah, it's just Jesus Christ. And don't tell me there aren't PEDs involved. Oh, you. Here's a promotional picture of him as uh, Hulk Hogan. Well, 
he's gotten this growing hair out. Look at those arms, man. Good lord. Look at those arms. All right, enough about him. <laughs> Sound like we want to fuck him. I wonder what he looks like with his pants off. <laughs> well, well, with all the steroids, probably not all that great. Well, but I can appreciate uh, the the form of the human body without sexualizing it. I can't. What you <laughs> not me? Later? What are you doing later, Chris? <laughs> All right. Um, you know, we were talking. You're talking. You just mentioned it. Reminded me. Uh, you were mentioning um, when you were a kid watching. Uh, I've given up all pretense. Uh, WWE. Um, it was no. It was WWF at the time. Oh, it was. You're right. It was. It was early yeah, it was WWF before that panda bullshit thing. Yeah. It, it reminded me of like um, old shows because I recently watched. Um, I do a podcast with Audra. We have a friend, Audra, that, uh, you know, I've talked in the past about her. We, uh, she's wrote quite a few of the short films I've done. And um, Evan is acting and still says short films. And, I've written uh, a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah, you have. Yes, you have. But um, her and I do a podcast, uh, Sorry Right Number. And now the name of the, the, the name comes from, we review the entire series of um, Tales from the Dark Side. And Sorry Right Number, it was one of those episodes. It's like the most popular episode of Tales from the Dark Side was Sorry Right Number. So It's a pretty good name, too. Yeah. yeah. So we get the, we, we, that's the name of our podcast, and we review. Right now we're... In the beginning of season three, there's only four seasons, and then we're gonna do. Then we're gonna talk about the movie. Anyway, that was on Showtime originally. Uh, Tales from Dark Side. Yeah. No, you're thinking of I'm Tales, thinking of Tales from, the, from Crypt. the Crypt. Gotcha. Tales from Dark Side was on on. It was on. It was syndicated. Syndicated television. Yeah. Okay, sorry. That's all right. Um, now it started as a labor of love, because I remember certain episodes, and it, it totally the podcast came out of an accident because I bought. I I own a lot of movies. People I yes. mentioned I, quite a bit. Sometimes more often than not, if it's an older movie, I'll just buy it and then I get home to put it away and then realize I've already bought it. As as someone who worked in a video store that had a lot of movies, I can absolutely attest that you have a <laughs> lot of fucking movies. <laughs> so uh, could open your own horror video store, I would say. Yeah, well, I have all <clears throat> genres, but horror is definitely the mainstay. Um, um, it started like I said before. It starts labor love, and I actually had two copies of this. And then I looked online, and no one else is doing reviews of this series. And uh, about five episodes in, I realized why. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good, they get absorbed into it and can't talk about it on a podcast. Yeah, that's right? that's that's right. it. Okay, I um, I like rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> I uh. So, it's it was start as a labor of love, and the first couple episodes I actually remembered, and it was fun, but we're deep in season three, so we're, you know, sixty something episodes in. Whew. And uh, yeah, because it was like twenty two episodes. Yeah, about sixty something episodes, and uh, near it, and um, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> Because it does not hold up 
And what initially when we watched it, it was supposed to be fun and great, but what it is is a chore now because yeah. they're they're twenty two minute episodes that feel like an hour because they're just you they don't long story short they just don't hold up, and it's just they're boring they're slow. Is it more often than not? I don't know why it's called Tales from the Dark Side because none of this shit is scary or dark. And they'll have like a tinge of something. They're scary like a haunted house that your elementary school puts together for you to walk through during Halloween time. They're about that scary. Are they, is it? Are they dated? Oh, they're very dated. So that it's not writing any, it's is not bad. any one thing. No, it's not any one thing. The <laughs> writing is bad. Sucks. The writing is bad. The acting is worse. Sometimes the acting is so bad. You're like, they gotta be doing this on purpose. But what you're finding is like a lot of these actors is like, oh, I know who that actor is. I know who that actor is. This is when they're no one. So you're getting a lot of up and comers or a lot of people that are at the end of their career. They're on their downslide. Yeah. yeah. And and very, very, very few in between. Like, oh, this person struck, they did this episode the same year this movie came out that they're in that catapulted their career. That kind of stuff. But But there is a lot of, oh hey, that's so and so, yeah, gotcha. absolutely, okay. but it is not good. So it got me thinking. So it's like a terrible Twilight Zone. Oh yeah, Cause, yeah. Because I watch all episodes that. of Twilight Zone. Oh, fuck yeah, and they I hold, love them. They hold up like nobody's business. You know, some are obviously mm. of the time, but they're sure. still good. Yeah. This I can't Rod say. Rod Serling. Well, Rod Serling was a goddamn genius, so that helps. But of all the episodes we've watched, I can honestly say there was two that I found interesting. And 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 it's. Audra, like, because uh, we, you know, Black Nerd is a little more topical, so we can't bank a ton of episodes like I'd like. Sure. But that is where we have a specific topic, so we can do four or five and be done for the month, you know. Uh, Audra suggested maybe we do, like, six, and I said, fuck you, because I'm not going to spend more time watching this shit than I have to. No, watching 132 <laughs> minutes of this bullshit I, I one sitting. Know, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. I, said, I can barely keep it together to get through what we do. I'm not adding to this. I have a life to live. <laughs> so it just got me thinking. That is definitely one for me. Right. Is there any shows that are movies that you've revisited and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? So... um I should uh, I should preface this with I don't watch most things once. Oh, you um, mean twice? No, I mean once. Oh, because <laughs> you know how many times you know you've done it with Marcel too. How many? Oh, you've seen you've seen this movie, right? No. What do you mean you haven't seen it? Um, the best I, the best respi- response I ever got was somebody said something about what's the uh, Mary Steenburgen, Malcolm McDowell time travel movie. From the mid mid eighties, eighty three, eighty four, eighty five. Um, uh, you know what I'm talking about, time Christopher after Reeves. Time? Yes, Christopher Reeves in it. Yeah, it was a great one. Um, had a buddy. He said, "You've seen Time After Time." I said, "No, I haven't." He says, "Yes, you have." <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you haven't. Everyone's seen bullshit. It. Everybody's well, seen that I, movie. Well, I had the same response with my ex wife when she said she'd never seen Star Wars. I was like, "Yeah, you have." And then her dad's like, "No, I've never seen Star Wars." I was like, "You're seventy years old." How have you gotten through this life? I was like, I was, then, I was actually mad. But, then it's also, <laughs> but it's also like, you haven't seen Star Wars, but you've seen Star Wars. You've, you know it exists. It's, it, you've gotten it through pop culture osmosis, if nothing else. But, exactly. 
but no, I don't watch a lot of things once, if I'm honest. Um, and if I if I do watch something, I don't generally rewatch it. Um, obviously, there are exceptions. And working in a video store, I can you know if I counted all the times that I had Koyana Scotsy or Doctor Strange Love or uh, North by Northwest on while I was working. I'd be in the hundreds, but I don't really count those as having watched them. They're just on. They're just on. Well, I, but I can I can quote I can quote them you all day. But, it, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I don't revisit a lot of things. Um, one uh, one thing that I did because I hadn't finished it all the way through, but I started Community from the beginning. Oh. Um, and so I can't say that it didn't hold up because I enjoyed. I enjoyed the entire thing, but uh, so I'm not, I'm not in the in the spirit of the thing. But um, I, yeah, I, I can't. Uh, nothing jumps out to me as something that I really enjoyed. I have thought about rewatching Mash just because it was such a huge pop culture thing, and um, you know, I haven't seen white people that mad is a great joke, um, but. Uh, Sorry, I had to make a Chris Rock reference. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was thinking about rewatching it just because it was so much everywhere for, what, 11 years it was on? And then it was in yeah, syndication it was... forever. And I haven't seen an episode since the 80s. Mm. Um, so I was thinking about rewatching that. And here's something that I just started rewatching. Did you ever watch My Name is Earl? I, I watched that show. It's funny. I watched it after it was over. When it was syndicated, it was part of a block of TV that would come on every morning. Mm. And when I would get home from work, because uh, even then I still work nights, I'd have like about two hours before I started to, to kind of cool down after right. a shower, grab a bite. And it became part of my daily mm -hmm. routine. So over, And they'd have a new episode every day. So for about two years, that was part of my routine. <laughs> and I've seen the entire series. <laughs> yeah, um, so answer your question, yes. Yes, okay. But I'm quite had, familiar with it. I had... I, I was watching it in real time when it mm -hmm. first came out, and I enjoyed it. Um, you know, uh, Ethan Suppley's a great comic actor who has... Speaking of bodily transformations, I don't know if you've seen him lately. No. Even, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like a... He turned into a mountain of a man, and, uh, you know, still a, a great comic actor. Jason Lee is great as a, a comic actor as well, um, even if he is a Scientologist. Yeah. Please... Please don't send Zeno after me. Um, but, uh, and Jamie Presley, being as good a comedian as she is, I didn't, I, I, I had forgotten that she was as funny as, as she was in that show. Yeah. And then all the, you know, all the side characters and I was, <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm only on season one, episode two, um, in rewatching, but we'll definitely be finishing it out. Now, something that, um. I did watch. I'm going to uh, going to find the premiere date because I know it was November something of 1982. And with current events, it should you know if we make it to November of this year, um, <laughs> I I will be rewatching the day after. Oh my god! For the first time in 40 years. Yeah. Because I watched it. As it an eight-year-old, scared the shit out of me. Scared the shit. I was eight. Like, why did you think this was an acceptable thing for me to watch? So, if you were eight, I was eleven. 
No, I was. No, no, you were ten. I was ten. Yeah, I was ten. So, it, and I remember watching that, and I was like, well, "We're not going to live. We're, this, this is this is, is going to happen." And <laughs> and then, I know it was in November because shortly thereafter, it was Thanksgiving break, mm-hmm. and we were uh, we had had uh, or maybe it might have been Christmas, but anyway, I know I had seen the day after, and so a few weeks later. I'm on break from school, so I don't have to go to bed at my normal bedtime, because I'm eight. And the Twilight Zone episode, Time Enough at Last, comes on. Now, for those of you who don't remember Time Enough at Last, that's one one of the Twilight Zones with Burgess Meredith, Mm -hmm. wherein he just wants to read, and he can't, he never has time, and he's in a bank vault, there's a nuclear war, he survives, everybody else is dead... And now he can read all he wants, but then he breaks his glasses. Yeah, like the, almost immediately. <laughs> like, every, dude, everybody's dead. Go to an ophthalmologist. It's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> but so it was like this one-two punch of just nuclear terror mm-hmm. for eight-year-old Evan. And I mean, that's part of the reason that I enjoy some of the things I do as much as I do. Like Dr. Strangelove, I've kind of, you know, as a coping mechanism, I guess, from the trauma. Like, oh, nuclear war is funny. Um so, but yeah, I do want to, I want to watch the day after, um, again, as an adult, 40 years later to see exactly how shit it was. It has a decent cast. I mean, I know Jason Robards and Steve Gutenberg off the top of my head, and you can say all you want about Steve Gutenberg, but he's not terrible. No. And he's kind of reinvented himself as like a character actor. Like he showed up in Ballers a little bit. Oh yeah. In the, in I the last season show. I watched. That was entertaining. It was. It was. It, it was, was a big dumb. An- it was a big dumb animal of a show, and I enjoyed it. Well, it's the same <laughs> same creative team behind, and I unapologetically unapologetically like this show, and I, I you know I own every season. I don't care. Say it to my face. I don't say something. Bro. Come at me, bro. I but have I, I have I, not seen an episode of Entourage. Entourage. Yes. I have not seen an episode of it. I've seen. I have the entire series. I even have the movie. The movie's not that great. I have, but I, love I have no doubt that it's entertaining because Ballers entertained the shit out. I think Ballers I is just the same thing with sports. With sports, right? It's just, is it? It's almost carbon copy. And again, it's the cast. Yeah, uh, and and yeah, it's. I don't. I don't need to be enlightened or enriched with everything I watch. Sometimes it's fun to watch shit that's dumb and fun. That's why I like the Fast and Furious movies. They are ridiculous. I have, I really haven't watched them. Just the first one is like a regular right cop drama. The second one, not great. Took a drift, not great. The one from the point the Rock gets involved, which is four, <laughs> it just gets stupid. It turns into they're basically just superheroes. Yeah, and uh, and and that was but that point they were like able to laugh at themselves. Now it was a joke. Well, we're going to space. No, and they, they, went, they made it happen. They went, they went to space. Yeah, yeah. It, the movie, the movies are ridiculous. They yeah. defy the laws of physics, uh, the laws, just all acting, and the, everyone's in on the joke. Right. You know, f- there was in the spinoff, uh, Idris Elba is a, a cyborg basically. <laughs> It opens. I had no idea. You didn't know. No. When he says I'm Black Superman, I haven't seen any of them. He says so I'm I Black Superman. To... It was because he's 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 enhanced. Okay. There's, there's, it opens <laughs> with him punching off a trailer tractor door to get to this this people this woman hiding inside, and he it's a trailer track. It's like a ton, and he's punching dents in it. 
<laughs> now, he gets in a fist fight with The Rock and Jason Statham. And they can't... It was so... I watched it with my friend Tim. And uh, it, it, we watched for the same reason. It's just ridiculous. Well, there's, a, there's a scene where... They go... They're, they're fighting him and failing. He's Idris is beating the shit out of both of them. And then finally... He's a cyborg. Yeah, yeah but it. here's the stupid thing. Here's what makes it even dumb. He goes... Uh, I think Tim leans in and he goes, You know, they should work together. And maybe 30 seconds later, The Rock goes, We're not doing this on our own. We have to work together. So their, their, their strategy is one takes the punch while the other one punches him. An hour ago... We watched him punched in a steel door with his bare hands. One hit, and you guys are dead. Yet they're trading blows. It is ridiculous. You look at the Fast and Furious movies, and I've said this many times. Anyone who's listened to this podcast and knows Marcel and I have talked about this or debated this, take a drink. I'm going to say it one more time. How do you go from movie one... And I'm not exaggerating. Watch the movies or read the synopsis. It'll tell you everything you need to know. The first movie, they're DVD players and DVD movies, thieves. In Fast 9, they're international spies <laughs> that work for a shadow government. Well, dude, they, they, leveled, they leveled up. Yeah. <laughs> they, they started off Kurt Russell. as rogues squishing rats. You know, hey, we're first level. We got to do the little stuff, and then by the now they're twentieth level and they're gods, and so that's how that's how that works. It's just it's D and D with people fucking cars. line up to be part of this ridiculousness because it's so much fun. That's why you get a cast of Helen Mirren, Charlize Theron. You have Kurt Russell. Everyone is like, yeah, I want to be part of this shit show because it's, it's fun. fun. Yeah, and there's a reason, and it's like a Benetton ad. Of the, it's like the United Nations. Everyone is represented, right? And they, it is, it, and it, you know, we always joke with these like uh, Vin Diesel always like family. Mm. Well, it, it kind of is the way he the way he's again. He's, he, I know the I know the memes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of genius that he found this lane. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna just level. I'm just gonna just t- dial up the ridiculousness to ten and own all of the stupid, and it is paying dividends. They haven't had a movie lose. They're doing ten. In two parts, they're doing that because these movies don't lose money. They only, even in the pandemic, it made a billion dollars. And I would like to point out, after my last statement, uh, big D and D player, Vin Diesel. Well, there you go. There we go. There you go. That's he's like, you know what? Let's just do this with cars and and DVD players. <laughs> there was literally a stupid scene where they're being chased by, uh, the, the bad guys. And the bad guy was like prepping his, you know, henchmen to get them. Mm-hmm. Don't let them get in cars. If they get in cars, <laughs> it's over. That's a real line. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. You, you, you you'll have fun because it, it is stupid. Well, I remember Marcel tried to hurt my feelings once, saying, "You watch those stupid Fast and the Furious movies." It's like, yeah, you're not wrong. You know, I can walk out of that movie and go. I was in there for two hours, and that movie was ridiculous, stupid, dumb, and I'm going to come back to watch the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I sp- okay, here's how I look at it. I spent, I don't know, probably 15 to, well, I'm going to way underestimate this, 28 being pretentious. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
I'm done. I don't have the energy. If I if I'm gonna enjoy something, if I like something, I'm just gonna like it. I'm not gonna like it because it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we're way past that. That's, like way past that. Everybody like nobody likes IPAs. I like IPAs. I wouldn't drink them if I didn't. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there's no point. I'm I'm an old man. Well, a middle aged man. There's no point <laughs> in me doing things I don't like because it might impress somebody. Yeah, I am <laughs> so beyond that. Giving a shit. <laughs> It really, there really is a time in your life when you hit a number like, yeah, fuck it. <coughs> just fuck it. It's, yeah. There's, this is there, what I like. The, 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 and you know, like my, my girlfriend and my daughter like to team up and shit on my taste in music. And I let them because they, they enjoy it, apparently. <laughs> well, you know there is one band that I will always give you shit about. Uh, come on, Kiss? No, no. No, I, I'm not a fan of Kiss, but I, the, I, I, can, I can understand the appeal. Uh, Insane Clown Posse. Oh, well... <laughs> Again, but I get again, it. I have, things, <laughs> I have things I listen to that you can absolutely give, give. I'm sure they might be giants, might be on that list. You know, I'm not a fan, but I don't dislike <laughs> them. And I get it; they're not for everybody. They're just, <laughs> they're, they're, it's they're a stupid rap. It's, Fucking magnets, it's how white do they trash. Work? It's it's you know white trash gravel roads, shut up, cut off jean shorts <laughs> rap. I get it. Fago, Fago. <laughs> it's it's Clark County Fair rap. I get it. <laughs> Sam wrong. You watch, you watch what you say about the Clark County Fair. God damn it. I haven't been in it's fucking funnel decades. Cakes and I have, I have funnel been in cakes decades. and fat people that are actually malnourished. I don't know how that works, but it works. It's, 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 it's well, if, if all you're eating is empty calories that have no nutrition, you're going to get fat and be oh, malnourished. It's going to happen. I get that's the kind of music I listen to. I listen to a lot of weird... That is not the only... No, it's not. I mean... <laughs> that's you, all I listen to. That's yeah, my you one listen, genre. You, you look at my playlist, you'll find that. You'll find like... Iron Maiden, you'll find Billy Holiday, you'll find Marvin Gaye. Yeah. I'm all over the place. I uh, <laughs> I recently, because I haven't used it in forever. Apparently, Pandora doesn't play ads anymore. I don't know. Like I don't listen. I, I, haven't I stopped my, using it years ago. I'm in Spotify. I pay for my Spotify, so I don't. So uh, I don't I, pay for I don't pay for either. But um, when I'm at work, I listen to KMHD, mm-hmm. which is uh, for people who don't know, it's the uh, Portland Jazz Station. So I listen to it streaming but it's public t- it's public radio so of course every once in a while they do begovision mm. and they're like oh please send us money and i have some serious issues regarding that but um you can't turn your subscription off online you have to call you have to call that's bullshit and yes, i bet you is. can't i bet you can't get a hold of anybody i'm pretty sure all <laughs> i did because i was unemployed mm-hmm. for a, a few month period and i was like well i don't need to be sending ten dollars to public broadcasting during this time i'll happily turn it back on when i have a job yeah and i went to turn it off and they're like oh please call i was like yeah okay my card expires in six months when that card expires you're not getting any more of my fucking money but yeah. anyway <laughs> so i was like okay i don't want to listen to that i'll turn on pandora and it's like zero ads which is good because the algorithm sucks. It's terrible. The algorithm. That's the reason I stopped. I stopped years ago because of the algorithm. When you put it on, when you put it on, um... everything devolves to the red hot chili peppers. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't. That, that's just that's your algorithm. <laughs> but every uh... no, it it actually isn't. But um, <laughs> but like, it's like oh, you like this song by this artist. We're going to play it. For fucking ever. Like, yeah. no, I want to discover things that are similar to yeah. that artist. I don't want to keep hearing the same fucking Yeah, songs. and that's what I hate it. I, I put it on the whatever I like radio, and it's like regular radio because I'll hear that song five times in 
three hours. Hey, do you do you like uh, Jimi Hendrix? Well, prepare to hear all along the Watchtower twenty seven fucking times. Yeah, that's what I liked about Spotify. Uh, I may have to try Spotify. I would totally. We're you know the show's on Spotify. You should listen to it. I, I listen to it on Stitcher. Okay. 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 They, I do listen to it, including the ones that I'm not in. Okay. Because um, I like to smell my own farts, but not all the time. <laughs> but uh, I like the, the radio on, on this because it does what it's supposed to do. It'll play, play what you want, and then it'll give you a bunch of stuff that is similar that you might like. I don't know. I've found... Maybe five different artists that I now love because of doing it that way. Mm-hmm. Even even if you punch up a song that you like, play it through and just let it play through. The next thing it's going to give you, if you option to press the button to let it do it, is it'll start just throwing at you a bunch of shit in that category. You might like this. You might like this. You might like this. And you end up and Pandora creating your own radio to do that and creating your own radio. Oh, Pandora like, used to do that. I yeah. discovered some artists that I hadn't heard before because Pandora introduced me to them. Yeah. And honestly, YouTube music is better at it now. Oh, wow. Uh, like, hey, you listen to this. You might like this. Like, oh, yeah, I kind of do. So. Yeah, I uh, I love my, and I pay for it. I pay for a family plan. So my daughter, she listens to a lot of music too. And what is cool about paying for it is that you don't have any ads. Right. Zero. And um, when how I'm, much how much is it a month for a single? For single is I think ten bucks a month. Oh, fuck, I'm gonna ha- I'm, I'm gonna have to at least so, give it a shot. You get so much. Yeah. And here's something. Let's say you like an artist and they're on there. When they have a new album, you just have that album now. You don't have to go download it somewhere. It's as long as you have that paid subscription, you have that album. Hmm. Okay. I mean, like. I, it's, I know it's I know it's been good for years, but I've just been avoiding it. Mm-hmm. But I, I will probably. Have oh, to. I'm uh, you know I I, I love it. I, I and uh, and it and there's so much exclusive content. Like I really like Run the Jewels. They had like a cup. They had like an album that is exclusively on Spotify. You're not gonna find it anywhere else. Just there. And okay, I should oh, complain about Pandora. They should have they should have told me about Run the Jewels. Mm-hmm. From what I have selected, like I should have known about them. No, I had to find them somewhere else. And but and there's a there's a guy I artists really love. Um, his name is That Handsome Devil. Okay, he's like give him a listen. He's weird. He's like all over the place. I do like all over the place. It, he's definitely that. I totally found him by accident because of the because I was just listening to I was listening to um, oh and and and. Uh, Another guy, same, doing the same way in the same span of time, um, what was his name? Jack Cohe. Or Conti. Conti? Conti. Because that name sounds familiar. He also does scores. He does a lot of scores. Okay. But he also does like this solo stuff and makes his own songs. Yeah. And uh, I need to grab a pen. I need oh, to make yeah. some notes. <laughs> and um, I totally devil. found them. I totally found yeah that handsome devil. Yep. <laughs> and I totally found them because I was listening to um, so I was listening to uh, who was it? Oh, I was listening to um, I was listening to um, can, uh, what's his name? This is gonna bug me. John Carpenter's uh. His uh, his music, you know, his, mm-hmm. 
uh, John Carpenter, I think the, the first one or the second one, I was listening to that and it ran out. And then it played this other, uh, it's like, you might like this uh, other, um, um, oh, fuck me. Uh, composer. And then I listened to that. I was like, it's okay. But then I started listening to his personal stuff on his own. And I like that. And so I started listening to that. And it's like, you might like this guy. And that was, yeah, that has, I totally found that handsome devil through all these other things that I now right. listen to. That, and, it, and then they had new albums come out. I just had that album now. I didn't have to go looking for it. I actually got an email saying, and, and a thing, a notification. Hey, the album's out now. I know you listen to this guy. Why don't you check him out? I can't speak highly enough about it. I love Spotify. <laughs> And then we did an unsolicited ad for Spotify. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I, can I do a quick unsolicited ad for my favorite pen? <laughs> As a left-handed person, finding a pen that works properly is very difficult. Uh-huh. And I have found that the Sharpie S-Gel is a very nice pen for left-handed people. Well, I'm a big be, fan. I'll be damned. Because a lot of pens, when you push them, the ball tends to fight and it skips. But when you're pulling with your right hand, it's not a problem. But if you're pushing with your left hand, it's an issue. The Sharpie S-Gel solves that. So that is my unsolicited ad for the Sharpie S-Gel. The other guy <laughs> is Jack Condi. Conti. Conti, yeah. C-O-N-T-E. The name, the, I know the name. Yeah. Um, he, he's done some... Uh... For some reason, it, it reminds me of Chick Corea, but I'm not sure why. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a completely different artist. He's done some stuff. All right. You know what, folks? Uh, I think we're going to get going here. We've been at it for... About an hour and a half. Uh, a little while. <laughs> a little while. Yeah, hour and a half of total of talk time. But we were talking before we turned the mics on, so it's been a while. Um, I got to get back over the river. Um, and through the woods. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess we'll see it next week. If... If Evan uh, does see... Um, um, the Godfather, the Godfather tomorrow at three thirty. If you see it, I will let me know if you do. Because if you do, okay. then I'll watch it again, and okay. then maybe we'll talk about it the next time. Uh, I'm still gonna make Marcel watch it because I just like putting him through shit. I think I well, like seeing it on the him. big he, screen. I mean, that's yeah, that's I remember, gonna be a different experience. I saw uh, you know the thing is one of my favorite movies. I saw that on the big screen for the first time like four years ago, and it was I seen at that point I'd probably seen that movie. 20 times maybe and more what movie has Evan still not seen all the way through The Thing why it is not just a great horror movie did I not great... did I not say I don't watch most things once I will watch it I you... will watch it at some oh. point I promise you I will watch it it's such a great make it a, a masterpiece make it a forced make it a forced fucking review you know what it's scared? going to be a, right you know now what? right, right now. now we're not doing right a Godfather now. you watch Godfather enjoy that <laughs> I'll watch, I'll rewatch it, today. but the next time the we thing. talk, we're gonna do the God. We're gonna do the, the thing. thing. All right. I, I mean, I'll watch it again. I don't need to. I've seen it we're, enough. We're, uh, I left my phone somewhere. Hopefully not anywhere. Oh, I'll can text stole it. To you. Well, I'm just. I was. I was curious as to uh, where I can find it to uh, to stream because I, uh, I will. I will watch it between now and Saturday. I um, I have more than one copy. I'll just loan you a copy. Okay. Pop it in your computer, but I'm pretty sure you could see it on. Well, let's see. I can give you a quick look. Because I got right now. I got the Roku, which searches everything for streaming stuff. Your, your so. TV isn't a smart TV upstairs. Upstairs? No, it's not. That's weird. I, I bought I that. I just assumed it was. I bought that in 2014. 
Oh. Actually, no, that's not true. Carol bought that in 2014. Okay. I bought the couch in 2014. (laughs) (laughs) But we have an agreement, even though we're not married, Mm-hmm. We have an agreement in uh, in a, a, a verbal contract that uh, if we split up, she gets the couch, I get the TV. All right, well, get it. I I have a smart TV, but I have a Roku attached to it. So, so yeah, I can, it's basically yeah, I can, the same yeah. thing. Yeah, I, uh, but I just uh, have an external. Which thing. reminds me, since we're talking about, I I yeah, I watch YouTube on my TV also, and it, I ever watch anything we work on on the on the big screen. God damn! No, I have not. Check it out. It needs a little work. I need. I see. Uh, it's blown up, and uh, I mean, granted, some I've of the, watched it on the, my monitor. Which it's is great on inches. monitors, but on, well, this is this is just a TV with an HDMI uh, port. So uh, I don't I'll, know. I'll, check it out. And tell I'll me check it out think. on here. I'll check it out upstairs too, just out of curiosity. I don't know. I think I I need to do something different. In order to pixel, you know, this is the conversation off the mic. All right, folks, we will see you next week. Absolutely. <laughs> see you. <ya. laughs>